Turns out there's not like a ton of holiday movies that I've watched. Funny enough, that's what I learned doing this. There wasn't a level of funny that they needed to be. Did I say funny? Yeah, you said there's not a ton of holiday movies funny enough. Oh, God. I need to watch the exact words I use when I'm around Matt because he always says that. And then I can't remember what I just said. And so then we get trapped in this, what did I say? Oh, you know, you just said this. Welcome to Let's Run That Back. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. Today we have a holiday special. There's going to be another bonus episode this week, but for right now we're going to be doing our favorite holiday movies list. And this one's going to move kind of a little faster than our previous uh, lists because uh, the other ones kind of just kept going and going and going, but this one's going to be a little bit tighter, hopefully. Now, both of us have made our lists and checked them twice, I hope. <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> without further ado, let's run that back. Holiday edition. I don't know what that voice was. <laughs> what we're going to do is we have our top five that we've picked as our favorites. And I don't know about Matt, but mine are kind of in an order. I did put from... mine in order. Okay, so so our top fives are in order of our favorite ones. And then I have five more kind of honorable mentions. Matt, you have, what, two or three? I have three honorable mentions. And so we're going to list the honorable mentions after we list our favorites in just a kind of like quick this one, this one, this one fashion. So let's start off with number five, and we'll work backwards to the to number one i'll start off you got your list already yeah i just added one more so okay to the honorable mentions yeah you thought of a holiday movie funny enough yeah and and it's like it's in the last position okay but, <laughs> but it got added to the list so I'm going to start with the one that, without fail, it's on TV and I watch it every year. The Santa Claus is my number five. It's, I started saying it's kind of ridiculous and Kristen was like, is it any more ridiculous than any other Christmas movie? And I was right. like, I guess not actually, but it's just kind of fun. You know, the thing that I like about the Santa Claus is the ridiculous plot line, but how seriously all the characters take it that he, he becomes Tim Allen becomes Santa Claus and his young son knows that because he saw it happen. But it's ridiculous to think your dad is Santa Claus. So they actually start to think there's like a psychological issue here that Tim Allen should not be making his son think he's Santa Claus. Because right. everyone knows Santa Claus isn't real. And it starts to create a rift between him and his ex-wife and stuff. So it's just kind of interesting that for a kid's movie about such a stupid thing, they all take it very seriously. Right. And I think that's what makes it good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very earnest. Mm-hmm. It's not... It's uh, A lot of Christmas movies are... I don't want to say superficial, but kind of superficial. Like, They're just oh, kind of wacky for no reason. Right. We're just going to make this Christmassy. And right. this was like, okay, what's the heart of the movie we want to make what's the heart of the story we want to tell it's a yeah. story about a father and a son and something that they share and you know 
everyone else isn't quite into it. It it always lines up to me kind of with Night at the Museum. Like it's a very oh, very yeah. similar movie. Yeah, that's, it, I never is, would have thought of that. This is the Christmas version of Night at the Museum. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. What's your number five? My number five is Die Hard. I knew it would be up there. And we don't have to have the uh, the whole conversation about whether it's a Christmas movie or not, um, because you're not going to convince me that it's not. We both agree it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> but, I mean, one of the greatest action movies of all time happens to be set during Christmas, and Christmas is necessary to the plot. Yes. Um, there's Christmas music. Alan Rickman says, ho, ho, ho. That's all you need. What more could you ask for? <laughs> That's all you need. I think that one of the dead goons that John McClane kills, I think he put some sort of Christmas message on him to be found. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun. There you go. What's more, what could be more Christmas than that? <laughs> I knew it would be on your list. I didn't know where it would be. Yeah. Landed at number five. My number four is the other Christmas movie that is without fail always on TV, and I watch it, and that's Home Alone. And you I keep feel saying like, that, and I keep thinking it's going to be a different movie. What's funny is now I'm wondering if that's if I'm even going to say the one you're thinking. But Home Alone to me is like such a definitive Christmas movie. It's just the thing that you watch every year. It's hilarious. It's every kid's nightmare and every kid's dream at the same time. And it's another one of the movies that takes this kind of wacky plot and everyone takes it very seriously. Hot take here. I, yes. I appreciate Home Alone. Uh-huh. I'm not the biggest fan. Whoa. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say that later about another movie, and I, I really hope it's on your list now. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate like the level of detail that they give to it all. Like Everything right. is so well thought out. There's, what is it? There's 17 people supposed to be on the uh, on the trip, so yes. they take two vans. So one one van is supposed to have nine people. One van is supposed to have eight people. So right. they all get in the vans, and there's eight people, and neither of them think anything's up because they think they're just in the eight person van. Right. Like li- little things, little details. Um, they add up like that when they're when they're all realizing Kevin's not here and everyone's freaking out. What's the brother's name? The bully one? Buzz? Um, yeah, makes something, a, it's something stupid right, like that. Makes a face like, who cares? Yeah. Like the little nuances <laughs> yes. are, are, like I said, I appreciate the filmmaking behind it. Um, it's just not, it's not one that I, the movie, but I, it's not one that I come back to a whole lot. It's on it's on freeform every year and when it's on I leave it on every time. My number 4 is The Nightmare Before Christmas. All right. Just such a genius and original take on mm-hmm. Christmas. This this character, the king of Halloween Town, the skeleton king who has never known anything other than Halloween, 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 just getting mm-hmm. thrown into Christmas. And Yes discovering the magic of Christmas and the warmth of Christmas yes. um, and, and all the traditions and not, I wouldn't say immediately, but almost immediately like falling in love with, with Christmas when he's always, all he's ever known is, is Halloween and he's the king of Halloween and it's everything and that he holds dear. What I like about it is that 
he gets so obsessed with it and he gets selfish with it and he makes it more of a Halloween style Christmas to the point that he he ruins Christmas. Like he right. gets so obsessed with it that he just doesn't take into account that he doesn't know anything about it. Right. And I I like that the movie he only learns the lesson of the movie once he's like almost completely ruined the right, holiday. Right. And and so like you kind of still have that aspect of he is still literally a monster that like people would be scared of because mm-hmm. he's the king of Halloween, but it does come around and have that Christmas heart to it. It's also on my list, but I'll bring it up once it's up. Okay. My number three is Black Christmas because it's a horror movie, and so I wanted to make sure that was on there. But also, it's a great movie, and I think I think we did we do a a top horror podcast. It was yes. on my it was on my top horror podcast as well. So I know that we talked about it a lot there. But it's just one of those things that it's fun watching a horror movie that is very much rooted in the holiday of Christmas. And I'm actually mad because I was going to also watch Krampus just so that I could fit that into the list. And I never ended up getting the time to do that. So uh, unfortunately, I was only able to put one horror movie. I know you haven't seen it, so you don't have to say much about it. But it's a great movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's a horror movie. My number three is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I was wondering if this would come up. I have never seen that movie. For a long time, I think I saw it... I watched it like on TV when I was a kid or something like that, and I wasn't re- I wasn't really a fan. Mm-hmm. But it is um, in Carrie's family; it's kind of a tradition. You watch it every Christmas. Oh, and it's a whole thing okay. where her dad reminds them all of you know Chevy Chase's character, and that so it's right. it's got it's it's kind of personal to her family, and so right. I've kind of fallen into that tradition, and I appreciate it so much. But it's so funny. It's it's yeah. A lot like we're talking about Home Alone, where there's there's a lot of subtleties and there's a lot of attention to detail. It's it's like that. It's this guy who's supposed to get this big, huge Christmas bonus, and uh, his whole family shows up for Christmas, and then he ends up not really getting the bonus. And it I, it's hard to explain. It's not like a big, fanciful the Santa Claus type, right. big, huge set piece thing. It's this family yeah. who's whose extended family comes over and they're all full of wacky kooky characters and shenanigans right. ensue and it's it's just it's really really funny it's like a realistic christmas movie that's one of the, that's one of the ones that's also always on but i never watch it so maybe one day i will <laughs> i say realistic with like you know the christmas lights set the house on fire so it's not like super like oh this happens every year but yeah 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 it's things that can happen go wrong and things like that right my number two is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. And The Nightmare Before Christmas is a movie that I had been introduced to more in middle school and high school as like someone that likes Halloween and here's like a Halloween-y kind of movie. And it was only later in my life as I kept watching it that I realized this is more of a Christmas movie <laughs> than it is a Halloween movie. Right. And I think it works as a movie like in between Halloween and Christmas. Like you watch it in November because it's the movie transition. ends with Halloween and or starts, sorry, the movie starts with Halloween, then transitions into Christmas. The animation is good. You mentioned that it's a really original. All the character designs are really good. And so I I also like all the songs in it. I just really enjoy that movie <laughs> on a lot of levels and the fact that watching it on Christmas 
a couple years ago with some friends, I realized this really is a great movie to watch on Christmas, and it gives you kind of a different story to take in on Christmas mm-hmm. while still having all of those cliche Christmas details and, and all that. It kind of weirdly starts making you kind of feel like Jack, like getting that love for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Because you, you see how excited it makes him. It hypes you up. It yeah. makes him. Yeah, exactly. My number two, and if this is the movie that you say you can appreciate it, but you're not a fan, I, we might cut this off and hang up right now. Okay. Is Elf. That's the movie. Yeah, you Please son don't of hang bitch. up. Please you don't hang up. <laughs> Please don't hang up. You make, you make your case, and then I'll make... I don't even have a case. I don't hate this movie or anything. Just Will Ferrell... This is one of the first, like, Will Ferrell movies. Um, mm-hmm. I just watched on Netflix, they have the holiday movies that made us, and this is one uh-huh. of them. And I didn't realize, huh. like, they they made Old School first, but okay. Old School was released while this was in production. So they were already gotcha. making this. And Old School was, like, the first time that people were like, oh, Will Ferrell is, is funny in movies. Right. Um, and it's just him turned up to 11. It's mm-hmm. going. It, it's it's how ridiculous and over the top can you be? It's a grown yeah. man who thinks he's one of Santa's elves because he is R- right. But he's he not, was raised there, right? Exactly. But he's not the, like the other elves. He's not magic, and he's not tiny. It's like not. the Santa Claus because the reason people don't believe him is because people don't believe in Santa Claus right. and elves, right? Again, it's got all of those messages of a traditional Christmas movie about how important yes. family is and um, how important um, you know having faith in something um, that you yeah, can't just see. And, yeah, and believing and, and the, not judging the love story with him and Zoe Deschanel and, by what they look like. And then on top of it all, just like Will Ferrell at peak Will Ferrell. Yes, is just hysterical and i absolutely this movie does not get old for me i could watch it in july just as easily as i could watch it in december it was funny watching the netflix thing the holiday movies that made us i you learn that all of the scenes when he first gets to new york and like he's running around in the um rotating door yeah and he's walking up to people and he sees that guy in the the, with the beard and the red tracksuit and he's like santa oh right and he's like realizes that he goes into the um coffee shop and he's congratulations (sighs) the world's best cup of coffee you did it I learned that that was all just them running around in New York. Like there, w- there was no yeah. filming permits. There was no extras. Those were all like people that they ran into in New York City. Right, <laughs> made it right. so perfect. Well, and the I I like Will Ferrell a lot. I like Zoe Deschanel a lot. I like John Favreau a lot. And I have a great memory of being in like third grade and having to go to the dentist bef- like on a school day. And I didn't have any cavities or anything. And so mom was like, why don't we just go see Elf? We'll go see a movie instead of going back to school. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) And so I've got a good memory of that because I loved that. And it just, uh, for whatever reason, maybe it's just that I don't love it as much as other people do, like you. So it just doesn't get into the top five. But 
I do like the movie, and it's another one that when it's on, I'll leave it on. Um, just just for how how naive Buddy the Elf is. Just yes. like he just he just doesn't get it. Right. He doesn't get why people would like. I like how he gets like so like offended sometimes. Like when people like when he finds out that the mall Santa isn't the real Santa, and he gets like furious that he's, he's lying to these fraud. kids. <laughs> yes, that's what Will Ferrell excels at as being that odd person in a real situation and it's, taking it to the next level. I've I've heard it. What he does well, it's it's the same thing as like Inspector Clouseau from the the Pink Panther. It's the confident idiot. Yes, yes, yes. Ron Burgundy is a perfect example of that. Um, yes, Ricky Bobby all is a perfect of, all example. His characters, a lot of his characters. characters. The confident yeah. idiot is one of the funniest things in the in in movies to me. Right, right. He's just um, so sure of himself, and he's such an idiot. To me, the best, and this gets away from holiday movies a little bit, but Zach Galifianakis's character in The Hangover is mm-hmm. the quintessential confident idiot. Yes, yes. <laughs> So yeah, that 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 is a good movie. I and I I was hoping it would be on your list just so we could have the conversation of how it's not on my list oh, pretty I love much. That movie. <laughs> All right, so we've made it to number 1 and now this and is one that like since Yeah, you, go ahead. Sorry, since you haven't said mine, I think we may have the same number 1. We 100% do not have the same number oh, 1. Okay. I kn- I know it uh, okay. because because I think I've brought up this movie before and you like had a like eh, reaction. But this movie is like how you watch Christmas Vacation with Carrie's family. This is the movie that Kristen and I watch every year in its love, actually. And it is... Now I might hang up. <laughs> it is hilarious. All the Christmas... It's kind of like... Um, Nightmare Before Christmas where like all the holiday cheer that everyone has kind of gets you like excited that it's Christmas and then not only does it have funny wacky things but when it actually gets serious it's more complex than it seems from the outside the actual situations the character relationships the ways that they interact with each other are much more realistic and human than you would expect from a fun romantic comedy style movie and the way that there's like this huge cast all woven together and everything is always really exciting to see not forcefully woven it all they're all friends family whatever spread across it is not forced and i can't imagine that you would that that would be your critique of it it is not forced it's you know what it is matt i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it it's the it's the Infinity War of Christmas movies. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> With the way that they juggle all that. <laughs> and I knew that you were going to hate it. Some, and some, because... Some decent character work from Liam Neeson and um, Emma Thompson. Um, there's some And good, Alan Rickman. Yeah, there are some good performances. And who's oh, the yeah. little boy that plays the drums? Like he's, he's good. the kid from he's in Game of Thrones. He ends up being Jojen Reed in Game of Thrones. Okay, but that uh, that's not a good movie. I don't I don't like that movie. <laughs> it's not have, even it's not even like my reaction to Elf. I don't where it's even, like I don't hate yeah, the movie. I'm I just, sorry. I don't. You have just hate much Love Actually about that movie. That's all you needed to say because that's all I expected you I'm, to say. I'm sorry. I feel really bad. 
And go ahead with your number one for the most boring movie ever, I bet. My number one is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. Which one? The cartoon. Yes. The old cartoon. I'm so, so glad that your number one wasn't a Christmas story because I find that movie so boring. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> when you um, when you kept saying like, oh, this one's on TV all the time. I yes. I thinking you were going to say Christmas story. It's 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 one that we watched as kids. Yes. Every single year we had the VHS tape of With it. With our parents. So not only is it like what a wonderful story and and what a you know told so well through the Dr. Seuss style yes. of everything but then you add that nostalgia factor uh, on oh, yeah. onto it and it's and it's just phenomenal. It takes you back to our living room with like candy canes and ice cream or whatever and mm-hmm. watching it at night. And on a day that you've planned, we're going to watch The Grinch tonight and stuff. So, right. yeah, I completely and, and, get that. And I, I like the Jim Carrey version. Yeah. Um, it's a little long. It's a little overcomplicated. They, they, I think they tried too hard to make it more than I it is. I think it's better than it had any right to be, the, like, <laughs> remake. Jim Carrey's performance is bananas. Nothing It's wrong. so good. Yes. And then even the newer, the DreamWorks one, I thought was really good. I, I didn't see it, but I've heard people like it. I think it's just a good story. And if you... Yeah, you're saying the source material is great. Right. And we talked about adaptations a couple of weeks ago. I think that if you yes. stay true to the heart of the story, right. whatever else you sprinkle in, it's going to be good because it's right. you know, it's a great story. But just that, that Boris Karloff narration. Yes, the, the like dryness of the humor. Yes, the, the, that rendition of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just, it makes me so happy. And uh, yes. it, it really, you know what? I'm going to watch it today. It makes your heart grow three sizes every time. That day, yeah. To the point that you actually have a problem like your heart's way too big at this point you need to stop watching it but yeah i completely understand that's and that's one that you're 100 percent right is on tv every year and it's impossible to miss it <laughs> so yeah that was that that was a good list let's run through our honorable mentions real quick just to get them out of the way i also had elf on my honorable mentions and then i said that i had two movies but i'm counting them as one and it's the Grinches. It's I have the cartoon and the Jim Carrey one that oh, okay. I just like both of them. I got you. I also have the Santa Claus on my um, oh okay. Mentions. It made it in at number six. Okay, all right. So you even ranked your honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also have one that I really. It's got to be on your honorable mentions, but Jingle All the Way. That was Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's number nine. That's the one I added. That, that one's all the way at the bottom. But If I'm being honest, the reason that one's not on my top five or not even higher on my, because it's on the bottom of my honorable <laughs> mentions, I have not seen it since I was a kid. So, like, I don't want to say I love it. <laughs> and then it's, and it's like I don't even remember if I do love it or not. I have it on but, Blu-ray. Yeah. So same. <laughs> and I haven't watched it. <laughs> oh, you should watch it. It's not good. Yeah. But it's fun. Oh yeah, I love it. I also put Batman Returns on my honorable mentions. That's my number 8. More, more as a joke than anything cuz I don't know how heavily Christmas influences that movie or not. Like, I don't know how it is with Die Hard, like, where you can actually call it a Christmas movie. 
I just know it takes place oh, I got during Christmas. Yeah, well, I think they use, and it's been a long time since I watched Batman Returns, but mm-hmm. I think they use Christmas in order to set up a heist, kind of like, kind like, of die, like hard. die Hard. Um, but I, I, that could have been one of a million crimes in a Batman story. Right, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you also had Batman Returns on yours. Yeah, number eight. There's only okay, one well, that's on my list at this point that you haven't mentioned, and I'm kind of shocked that you haven't mentioned it. Go what is it? It is a Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay. I didn't put that on mine, but that's another one we watched like The Grinch yep. with yep. with our parents super every nostalgic year. And... and I can still hear my mom or hear our mom saying like like I love Linus. <laughs> he, what Linus said is so true. <laughs> and all that. It's like the one time anyone talks about Jesus at our Christmas is Linus <laughs> and a Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> What Linus said is so true. Uh, Cody, you need to get a haircut. <laughs> yeah, that's mom right there. <laughs> mine was mine in the honorable mentions was Happiest Season, the like brand new movie that just came out with Kristen Stewart, and it was good. It. The ending was like a little, like a little bit too Christmassy, cheesy. Christmas movie ish. Yeah, cheesy. But I just, I enjoyed the performances and the cast and everything, and I liked it, so I decided to throw it into the honorable mentions. And so, dude, we made it. I think that our main episode is going to be shorter, shorter than, than our, our bonus, bonus episode. <laughs> but no matter what, Maybe look this forward the to bonus the bonus episode. episode. We, I don't know. We'll have to see. The The listeners will hear what whatever I decide in editing. <laughs> You know, speaking of Christmas, that's when the next movie we're going to do comes out, because the next thing we're going to do after our bonus episode is going to be wonderful. Let's just say that. It's Wonder Woman 1984. Hey, are you looking forward to that? (laughs) I'm a little nervous, to be honest. Yeah? Yeah? I feel like I'm going to be lost. I haven't seen Wonder Woman 2 through 1983. Right. Yes, and now so, we're on Wonder Woman 1984. Wonder Woman 1984 is going to be... I, I f- hopefully, I can make the connections. I'll say, at least, it's very impressive that they were able to make this many movies when people say, like, the Saw series has too many movies. But I haven't heard people saying that about Wonder Woman. Right. And I think that just goes to show how, how good be, all 1,983 movies must have been. But to be fair, I haven't seen them all. I've only seen the first Right, one. exactly, exactly. So it may be still at this point. I can't wait for that joke to come back again in our next podcast. I, I can't you know wait. it will. I can't wait to see why they thought it would be a good idea to cast Kristen Wiig as the cheetah. And why it's going to be a good idea because they get yeah they gotta know something (laughs) yeah exactly what if she comes out she's just like I'm the cheetah (laughs) she's the character from Bridesmaids I'm I'm the cheetah right cheetah she's the the target lady (laughs) just being cheetah exactly it's Maya Rudolph comes out like you're "You're the cheetah I'm I'm the leopard like (laughs) but. And then the whole thing just devolves into nothing. But we'll find that out next podcast when we have Wonder Woman 1984. In the meantime, follow us on Let's Run That Back on Instagram. Email us if you want at letsrunthatbackpod at gmail.com. I am Cody. I am Matt. Thank you for listening to Let's Run That Back. And have a happy holidays. See ya. See ya.